Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. We're getting to the end of 2021. Some of you are fucking cheering. I get it. I understand. But we are about to step right into 2022. And for whatever reason, This has been one heck of a year. I personally have a very busy January coming up. There's the release of the new book, January 18th, Love Unfucked, Getting Your Relationship Shit Together. I've got exciting news coming out about that too very, very soon. And I'm also doing one live event here about the book here in Florida, January 26th with details to follow. So if you're in Florida or you're near Florida or you're thinking, fuck it, I'm going to fly in for that event. It's a very cozy event. It's a very intimate event that I'm having, very exclusive. But I'll give you details of it. And if you want to come along to it, you're more than welcome. All right. Now, this has been something that I actually did something like this last year. Okay, so last year I did something like this. And I'm probably going to do this Every year, okay? I'm probably going to do this same kind of show, okay? This time of year, every single year. Because usually at the end of a year, I think what we're mostly doing is, you know, we're looking back and seeing what we got done and what we didn't get done. And, you know, we're looking ahead to next year. And that's when all that bullshit about resolutions starts to come up, which doesn't mean anything to the vast majority of human beings because you resolve shit all the time and it doesn't make any lasting difference in the quality of your life. However, one of the things that I've noticed is that when we step into a new year, we tend to do it more with like something like hope, right? Or sometimes determination, okay? Sometimes life forces you to make changes, which can very often make it seem like, you know, you have no alternatives but to act upon it. Other times, you know, you feel like you want to make a change, but for one reason or another, you can't. And if you look ahead to 2022, you know, look, 
You might have big plans for your life. You might want to have big plans for your life, right? And I know there's plenty, plenty, plenty of you out there at Unfuck Nation who have taken your life on, you've produced results, you know, things are changing. I get DMs and emails all the freaking time from you people. And it's brilliant. You know, it's absolutely brilliant. I love hearing from you and what you're doing with your life and how you're turning things around in your own favor. And it's brilliant. And it's it's all happening without any advice from me, which, which is just outstanding, right? Because really all I'm doing is shining a bit of a light on something so that you can investigate it for yourself. And what there is for you to do or not do will become blindingly apparent to you, right? That's why, as you well know, I don't do the two steps to this and the 18 steps to that and how to hack your way to this and hack your way to that. You know, I'm, I'm really out to make you think, right? Right, to make you think, think newly, right? How to approach something from a different perspective. And as well, you know, when you think newly about an old thing, it often seems even more complicated because you're starting to see all the shit that needs to be fixed now, okay? That's typical. However, before we launch into this new year, I assert, I make the case here that you need to clear the decks. You need to get present to, get cognitive of, get keyed into what you're still hanging on to from 2021, maybe even from 2020 or 19 or 18 or 1987, right? Like, believe it or not, you have accumulation of things hanging around on your mind, waiting to go off. And, you know, that's when people look ahead to the new year and they're like, oh, well, you know, fuck, this is my year and this is going to be it. You don't realize how burdened you already are. So, my dearest human being, I'm going to unburden you. In other words, I'm going to unfuck you right now. So, if you're driving, you know, you can listen to this right now, but I recommend you listen to this again when you get home, okay, or to a place where you can get settled and listen keenly. But I'm going to give you an exercise. This exercise will require you to have pad of paper. I've got paper in front of me right now. A pen or a pencil. And you're going to write some things out. Now, this is a great exercise if you're, you know, you can do it with family members. You can do it with your partner, your spouse. It's a great exercise to do in couples and groups. But it's an opportunity for you to get authentic and for you to get real and for you to get present to what's swimming around in the caverns of your mind, stuff that you're mostly overcoming. I'll say this a gazillion times. Human beings are brilliant at overcoming and absolutely terrible at letting go. Brilliant at overcoming and absolutely fucking terrible at letting go. And if you wondered what's the difference between letting go and overcoming, well, it's the difference between your bicycle and a Bentley. 
<laughs> right? You can get buying a bicycle, but man, it's so much fucking better in a Bentley. I don't own a Bentley. I'm just imagining, right, that it's pretty fucking magical compared to most bicycles. But anyway, so you want to get a clean page at your pen or your pencil. And I want you to write this word at the top of the page, okay? And the word that I want you to write is resentments, okay? Resentments. And I want you to start to think now, if you look back in 2000, and you can go back, you know, as many years as you want, but I recommend just one year. But if you, you want to go back fucking 10 years, it's up to you. But I want you to look at all the resentments you've been holding on to. The things, the people, the situations. I want you to look at your life right now and, and start to deal with what have I been resenting? By the way, it could be something like the government or a person in the government or, you know, COVID. You could be resenting COVID, right? And I'll use COVID as an example, right? Because COVID's this kind of non-existent thing for many, many, many people. And for many, many people, it's a very fucking real thing, right? When people say it's real for them, well, they're mostly talking about the consequences. But I'm going to use COVID as a, an example here. I've been resenting COVID, which seems like, well, what do you mean you've been resenting COVID? It's much easier to resent your fucking neighbor for the loud music or your father for the demands he puts on you or whatever. But even something like COVID, you realize that, yeah, fuck, I've been resenting COVID, not necessarily the virus, but all the shit that comes with it. I want you to write everything down. So if COVID's one of them, you would write COVID. If it's your fucking dad and what he said, or your mom, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your cousin, your neighbor, your ex, your, your kid. And believe it or not, it's very common for parents to resent their children, right? It's very common. If you've been feeling guilty about that, let it go. It's common, okay? So I want you to list them all. I want you to write all the resentments and spend some time here. I want you to really fucking think about what's been kind of grinding your gears this last 12 months. What are the resentments? Now, again, I'll use COVID as an example. You may think, well, yeah, I've been resenting COVID. People don't realize the impact of a resentment and what it does to you. Just think of like, all of the negative, shitty conversations you have been in, all of the make wrongs, all of the fucking, you know, linguistic toxicity that you've been engaging in mentally with other people. Just start to get present to the toll that that has on a human being. You know, and again, you'll overcome it, you know, a couple of fucking chai lattes, and you're good to go. But what I really need you to understand is resentment has a burden. It is burdensome. It's on your mind, off your mind, on your mind, off your mind. It comes up, it goes down. It swirls around, it disappears. And there it's back again. And on and on and on and on. And I'm only talking about the last fucking 12 months. Imagine what you've been doing to yourself in the last 10 or 12 years. 
So I want you to list all those resentments from this past year. Now, you might have a lot of them. You should fucking write them all out. It's not infinite. It is finite. There is an end to the list. But I want you to write them all on that page. And be as brief as you can. You don't have to write a fucking life story for each one of them. I just want you to kind of title them, right? Like, well, I've been resenting my sister. I've been resenting COVID. I've been resenting my body and the shape that I'm in. I've been resenting living here. I've been resenting my partner. I've been resenting my boss or my workmate. I've been resenting the fucking person that I see every morning when I have to go and get a train to work. And there they are. And the way they fucking look at me, like, I just... Do you understand, like, how petty some of this shit is? But I also want you to understand that it's important for you to write them all uh, that come to mind. Write everything. This might take you two minutes. This might take you fucking 20 minutes. This might take you an hour. I don't care. Write them all up. Resentments. Page one. Although you may end up with four pages of that shit, but it's okay. I want you to go to another page. Get a fresh page. And at the top of that page, I want you to write regrets. Regrets, I've had a few. No, you've probably had fucking plenty, right? You've probably had tons of them. I want you to look at the last 12 months and consider what are the regrets. You know, were you not able to travel? Right? Did you not get to see someone when they were sick? Or maybe they passed away. Or maybe you didn't get that promotion that you wanted. Maybe you started the business and it failed. And I regret that. Maybe you split up with someone and you regret that. Maybe somebody split up with you. I want you to really start to give some thought to the regrets that have permeated your life. And remember, in both of these categories, resentments and regrets, I invite you to look at every situation of your life because there might be things that are living for you like a regret that you had never considered was a regret. Like you wished it had gone another way, right? It went that way and I wish it had gone. Now again, just like the resentments thing, all of this shit has an effect on you. All right, so I want you to make your list. Then I want you to go to a third page. And I want you to write, make wrong. Two words, make wrong. And I want you to list who or what you've been making wrong in the last year. That includes, my friend, yourself. What have you been making yourself wrong about? What have you been making your sibling wrong about? Your boss, your workmate, again, your neighbor. Just look around you in your environment, your community. Who are, and it goes all the way up, right? It could be a local politician, it could be a national politician, it could be some public figure. Who or what have you been making wrong in this last year? Okay. Fourth page, disappointments, 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 list them, 
who or what have you been left disappointed by in the last 12 months? Maybe you tried to get any shape, you fucking blew it. Maybe you tried to sort your finances out, you blew it. Maybe you asked somebody out, they said, no, you feel like you blew that. Disappointments. Remember, these are finite items. If you actually start writing them, you'll realize you're running out of things that you could categorize as a disappointment. There might be some things you'll see belonging two, three, all categories. It's okay. Write them anyway. Right? Doesn't matter what they are. Write the fucking things down. Okay? And don't shortchange yourself. This is one of these exercises that if you do it right, you'll get a bunch of benefit out of it. If you don't, you'll kind of half-ass it. Which, even if you half-ass it, you learn something about yourself. Right? Like how you do things and how you do life. That was one of the big ahas that I had about myself. Many, many, many years ago, but, but I had this fucking big aha moment that I was the guy who started something and went into it and done it. And when I felt as if I'd done enough to prove that I could do it, I would stop doing it. Whether I finished or not was irrelevant to me. As long as I could prove that it could be done and that I could do it, that was good enough. I got a whole other life and I started to learn the value of completion. How to take something from the beginning and see it all the way through it to its natural and complete end. Anyway, you might want to practice that with this exercise. So we've got resentments, we've got regrets, we got make wrong, we got disappointment. All right. And then I want you to get this other page, which will take up a lot of things. What are the things you've been left powerless about? Powerless would be your fourth page. Sorry, your fifth page. Your fifth page will be powerless. Who or what are the situations, the circumstances, the individuals where your experience is you've been left powerless? Like I have no power. All right. And I want you to write that up. What have you been being powerless about? Like you've got no say in it. Like I'm powerless about my finances. I'm powerless about my body, my eating habits. I'm powerless about my exercise routine. And on and on and on. Write it all out. You should end up with one, two, three, four, five pages. And I want you to have them like a list, okay? And take as much time as you need to do this. You can pause this and come back to it. If you're doing this exercise with other people, you don't need to look at their fucking list, right? Just deal with your own list right now, okay? All right. Once you've got your five pages, I want you to spread them all out in front of yourself. And I want you to look at not only the words you've written, but the worlds that they're presenting you with. When you look at them all and scan across all these pages, you're looking at your last year. You're looking at your resentments, the disappointments, your regrets, places where you've had no power, your make wrongs. You're looking at them all. They're right in front of your face. Take it all in. Get yourself a fresh piece of paper. Grab your pen or your pencil. And I want you to write in your words when you look at all these pages and take as much time as you need to write this out. What's that been like 
for you. And be as eloquent as you can. You can write one word. I know some of you will. I would recommend you actually write what it's like, like your experience of yourself, your experience of being alive. And you look at all those pages and you look at what you've been carrying around these last 12 months. What's it been like for you? Authenticity, my friends, is telling the fucking truth to yourself about yourself. It's not a pity party. You're not going to fucking sit there and, oh, woe is me. Tell yourself the fucking truth. If you're moved by it, it's okay. If you're sad about it, it's okay. We're not going to dwell there, but it's okay. If you want to visit that, fine. If you're even more frustrated or angry or disempowered, that's all fucking fine too. I want you to write it out on that sixth page. Right, now, this is what it is to be a human being. It's to carry baggage around. So, you're going to get another fresh page. This is your seventh and final page. And I want you to write at the top of that page, I'm committed to being blank. I'm committed to being blank. I want you to take that resentments, regrets, powerlessness, make wrong, disappointment, and that page where I'm going to call the impact page, right? That's the page for all that shit, what it's been like for you. I want to take all those pages and get them together. I want to get them in a nice, neat pile, okay? Now we're going to do something fucking cool. I mean, that was all cool, but we're going to do something fucking cool right now. In a safe spot, take all your pages and set fire to them. Light them up. Burn, baby, fucking burn. Set fire to your resentments, your regrets, your make wrongs, your powerlessness, your disappointments, and watch them go up in flames. And as you're watching them go up in flames, I want you to let your mind wander to the future. Because what you're watching burn there right in front of your eyes is all that has been. All that has been. Now let's get back to that blank page. I'm committed to being what? Powerful? Unstoppable? Loving? Committed? Passionate? Adventurous? Bold? I want you to write a word or a couple of words in there. I'm committed to being, and I want you to write a way of being or two. And I want you to write them in there. Now, what we've done here is we've dealt with resentments, regrets, powerlessness, make wrongs and disappointments. And believe it or not, yeah, we've dealt with them. Are there unanswered questions about some of those things for you? Yeah. But if you've really done the work and you've really dealt with the impact of that shit, you'll be dying to get to the next part. You'll be busting to get to the next part. Because you'll see ultimately that all of that shit makes no difference to you. Nothing. I want you to understand that 2022 for you, like all people, really is a blank fucking slate. 
It's just sitting there waiting to be written by you. And I'm including all the shit that could happen in this year. You always have the opportunity to write your course. And I'm giving you that opportunity right now to steady yourself, to aim your life in a direction of your choosing, to get committed to being someone that you haven't been before. It's not a resolution. It's a commitment. And with a commitment, you have to get committed and you have to deal with your commitment and you have to deal with all the ways that you'll undermine your own commitment. But when you're truly committed to something, when you're least feeling that way, you turn to that page. You put it up in your fucking bathroom mirror or on your fridge or put it in your car somewhere or put it in your phone calendar. It reminds you every single day, I'm committed to being. And you bring that game in every moment that you're reminded to do it. And even if it's two moments a day, and you act on those moments, you're not living the same life, my friend. I'm sorry, you're not. If I remind myself that I'm committed to being bold, and I see that little reminder, and in that very moment, I'm about to do what I always fucking do, which is back away. And I say, you know what? I'm committed to being bold. This is my moment. I'm going to step up. This is uncomfortable for me, but look out world, here I come. That's redirecting your life. That's changing your life. Everybody thinks you need to make some monumental fucking change to change your life. And, you know, those things are great. But it doesn't always take that. There's a default life in mind for you that you'll just mindlessly drift along with. Stuff like this interrupts that, breaks it up, takes it in new directions. These little kind of mini alterations in course that shift the whole thing over time. So here's the question, my friends. Who are you committed to being in 2022? Me? I'm committed to being unstoppable. Watch me. All right, we're going to take a break. Of course, if you want to participate in a future show, call me, 646-450-3203. You can text me that number. You can leave me a voicemail of that number. I love hearing your dulcet tones on the mailbox. You can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. And you can also jump over to the website, unfucknation.com. Leave me a little message there with your suggestion or your question, whatever you want me to put in a future show. If you haven't bought your Unfuck Yourself calendar for 2022, those that are available on Amazon I heartily recommend them. They're packed full of quotes, things I've said, things that are in books, little snippets from podcasts, tons and tons and tons of cool quotes in your daily little tear-off calendar. They're very handy and, you know, a great gift too. And as a final shameless plug for the Unfuck store, it's not too late to get yourself a new t-shirt for the new year or a new sweatshirt because it's kind of chilly out there for some of you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment with our question from the nation. Hang in there. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. All right, welcome back to this part of the show where we take a question from a member of the nation. Now, I will say that I've had a similar question to this one in the last week alone about five times. Okay, so it's very similar question to this one. But this is for everybody who's either in the midst of what I'm about to talk about or you've had something like this in the past. But it also applies to a lot more than just this subject, okay? So let me cut through the mystery here and get right to it. This week's question comes from Andrew. Now, Andrew says, I hate self-help shit, and your work is the first I could stomach. Hell, enjoy. The no-nonsense, no-bullshit style is refreshing. Well, thank you, Andrew. He goes on. Anyway. I'm a 28-year-old lawyer recently dumped by my girlfriend of five years. There were numerous trust, anger, and resentment issues that eventually she couldn't deal with anymore. We were in therapy and working on it, and I thought it was getting better. When she ended it, I was shocked, even though I know I shouldn't have been. I truly believed I would marry this woman and have a difficulty coming to terms with the situation. Sitting in her home she moved out of has been challenging to say the least. Your books have helped me look at myself as an observer and figure out how my view of myself, those around me in my life, affect my reactions to everything. I know I contributed a lot to the failed relationship, jealousy, anger, self-consciousness. My question is, how do I accept this ending for what it is? An ending? Redirect my attention on something else? let myself feel like shit for a little and then focus on the future? And how do I make sure I don't make the same mistakes next time around? Now, many people, their relationships end and they don't want them to end or they ended, but sometimes they find their mind like drifting back to those times. Now, people only ever get fascinated by the past and the absence of a future that inspires them. People only ever get fascinated by the past in the absence of a future that inspires them, right? Now, and you could get that turned into a fucking t-shirt for all I care. Take that to the bank. But I want to kind of de-layer yours a little bit here, Andrew, okay? Because there's a few things. You said there were numerous trust, anger, and resentment issues that eventually she couldn't deal with anymore. I mean, that doesn't really explain much. This is a guess. Okay, I'm going to give you a, this is my guess. My guess is you didn't trust her. You were angry. And whenever she did things, you would resent her for it. Okay. You said we were in therapy and working on it, and I thought it was getting better. Then you said when she ended it, I was shocked. I think that's the whole fucking relationship right there, my friend. You're in one world 
and she's in another. You're in Andrew's world. But that's most people in relationships, right? Like you're in your world. How you think this is going. What you think is right. What you think should happen and not happen. What you think is appropriate and inappropriate. And you're not in a fucking relationship. And believe it or not, and this just came to mind, but I get into this in the new relationship book that's coming out. I get into this thing called identity relationships, where two people get together to fix something about their own identity. And both people are doing it. And they're kind of aware of it, but not aware of what it is. They're not aware of what they're actually doing. That's why I always smile when I hear that fucking cheesy line, you complete me. That's not a lie. What they should have finished that sentence off by saying, you complete me and I'll eventually resent you for it. <laughs> That's how that fucking line should have went through. Now, that you thought things were kind of working out and then she says I'm leaving is a dead giveaway. You are not in this thing. And I'm telling you that you got to get this. I don't give a fuck whether you agree with me or not. You are not in this thing to the degree that you were getting where she was at. You never got what this was like for her, my friend. Never. You fucking blew it. You blew it. You did what most people do. You got into a relationship and picked fluff out your own fucking belly button and then wondered why it wasn't working. And you think, you know, I'll take you out for a nice meal or buy you something nice. I'll take you somewhere nice and I'll say some nice things to you and that'll be that. But that's not how it works. How your average person does a relationship at the beginning is something like you do shit for me, I'll do shit for you and we'll both end up being awesome. How long does that fucking last? Who's doing something? In the name of this union, who's bringing this union to the fore? So, Andrew, I'm going to jump in a little here, and I'm going to say this relationship was all about you, what you wanted. And you even say this was a girl I was going to marry. And did, I mean, we've, we learned very fucking little about her, not like what was it like for her to be in a fucking relationship with this guy. I'll tell you what it was like. She left. Now, she didn't dump you. She dumped you and her. So if I could give you, point you in any kind of direction, and I would say this to anybody, whether you want to be in a relationship or you want to get anyone, you got to do more work on yourself. You got to deal with your own shit. You got to deal with whatever that thing you're fearing. It shows up like a lack of trust. Trust isn't trust. Trust has got everything to do with fear and avoiding fear. So is control both the same mechanism. It's all about avoiding whatever you're fearful of happening. Right? And if you look back in your childhood and join the fucking dots, it's not too difficult. Come on. So you got to do work on yourself. You got to get more. No relationship is going to fucking fix you. Everybody out there needs to get this. No fucking relationship is going to fix you. If you go that route, you are fucked. And You'll blame your partner for it. So no, you don't complete me. I'm already fucking whole and complete. 
you're already whole and complete. Like the you that you've become is a job done. What is there for you to do now? Explore what's next. There's nothing he fixed. There's just to acknowledge that, you know, this turned out the way that this turned out. Now, can I own this while venturing and exploring into new expressions of myself, like the loving and committed self? But the final thing that I'll give you here, Andrew, is, well, not final, but you don't go into a new relationship determined not to do what you did in the old one. Then the old one becomes a template. Then you'll get five, six, seven, eight years into that one and you realize, fuck, you're just treading the same path again. What I would do is I would bring a sense of completion to that relationship. I know it was five years. I know you put a lot into it. I know you had something in mind and it never worked out. It doesn't matter how much you want this or want that or what's it, want the next thing. It never worked out for you. And if she's choosing to be out of it, that's her choice. You fucking respect that. You respect her choice. You respect her wishes. She wants to take her life in a different direction. You respect that. You might let her know, I'm open to have a conversation with you to get this complete. Whatever you've been left with, I acknowledge it. I take responsibility for it. I wish the best for you. I want you to have a great life. I'm going to have a great life. And I want you to have one too. So if there's anything about that time with you and I that you need to get complete with me, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm open. I'm listening. I'm not going to coach you. I'm not going to excuse myself. I'm not going to justify myself. I'm going to give you an opportunity to be in communication with me until you feel as if there's nothing left for you to say and you can get on with your life. How about that for a fucking completion exercise? Now, yeah, I mean, look, if you look at, there's a section of wise as fuck about loss, you're going to have this experience of loss. There was a way that life was supposed to go for you, Andrew. And it's not going that way now. That's right. People deal with this shit every day. There's people today who learn that they've got fucking cancer or that their mother died or that they lost their job or that their business is going down. Life is fucking happening. People are getting change shoved right in their fucking face and they got to handle it. And you got to handle it. And you got to deal with and be responsible for what's been without lamenting anything, without making yourself wrong or making her wrong. It went the way it went, Andrew. It went the way it went. That's it. You're here. She's there. That's that. Now what? And I'm not saying get back out and start fucking dating people. In fact, I would say, don't do that. I would say, take some time. Breathe. Do some work on yourself. And I'm not, you know, Lee, I'm, I'm not being cynical or, or belittling you, but you need to start work, working on growing up, becoming a man, Andrew. Again, I'm not ridiculing you here. I've met fucking 72-year-old children. It's not that they're children. It's like they're stuck in an old, immature, emotional loop that they can't get out of, and they get stuck there. And I suspect you're stuck there in one of those loops. And you're just like, you know, self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling, self. I don't believe you. I don't trust you. This isn't right. Tell me the truth. Why did you do it? Why did you not? 
that becomes the fucking foundation of your relationship. But it's some, you know, childhood fucking experience of loss of control of things, you know, fucking being out with your power and you're fearful. And I get it and I understand, but you got to do the work. Now, where do you do it? Well, you can do it. I know you hate fucking self-help, but there's plenty of good stuff out there. I've got a bunch of shit on it. You can do the workbook, do the work. You can read wise as fuck stuff. Doing that shit and fuck yourself, the new relationship. Read, educate, think, 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 think for your fucking self. If you want to do some courses, do courses. There's tons of that shit online. If you want to go see a therapist or a counselor, if you want to go see your fucking priest or your rabbi or imam or whatever your thing is, if you want to meditate, if you want to fucking start doing the fucking CBD oil, like what? I don't fucking care. Whatever works for you. Jog, run, climb, learn how to play the guitar. Start to deal with yourself. And yeah, you can deal with yourself and all of those things because they allow you to think differently and act differently and be, you know, start to engage with the world in new ways. So whatever works for you, that's why people often ask me, you know, what do you think of this thing? What do you think of that thing? I don't fucking think anything. What do you think of it? Does it work for you? Have you done that? And no, I'm not talking about shit that does other people harm because if it does other people harm, stop doing it. But if it's something that works for you and it's legal, <laughs> then you should fucking do it. And Andrew, you can't let yourself off the hook. Oh, I've tried this and I've tried that. None of that works for me. And that's right. That's only because you haven't found what works for you. You must reconcile your past. You must prepare yourself to be an adult man going into an adult relationship and take away the burden from somebody else that they're supposed to be different. The person you're in a relationship with is the person you're in a relationship with, period. That's it. Nothing else that you hope and wish that they were different will eventually become the stomping ground of every argument you ever have. So deal with yourself. Get complete. Deal with yourself. And then start to look at about what's next in your life. There's no time frame on this. You don't have to be dating somebody, you know, send the next fucking two weeks. You don't have to be dating somebody at all. You could start to pursue something else in your life and make this next phase of it something else, like growth and development and getting your fucking shit together, Andrew. But included in that is that there's a future for you where you can be in a relationship with somebody, a relationship that matters to you, with someone you love, someone who loves you, someone who's committed like you're committed. I get you're committed to a relationship. You just haven't worked out how to have one that works. What you have worked out is how to have one that doesn't work. You've worked that out. Well fucking done. So, get complete. Do the work on yourself. And let yourself kind of tumble into the next phase of your life. You don't have to have it all figured out. You can have an idea of what you want to have happen. And there's no way that this is supposed to be. It can be magical or it can be painful. The choice, my friend, is yours. All right. That's it for this week. When I talk to you next, it's going to be 2022. Oh my gosh, 2022. What a year. Man, I'm almost 30. That was a joke. Come on. All right. So 
have a wonderful Hogmanay, a wonderful Nerdy, and I'll see you all on the flip side. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.